Hey, everybody, this is Nick Mayhew, three-time gold medalist and three-time world record holder, and you're listening to Power 98.5. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Quoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Quoco. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We are starting out differently today with some different music, something fun, something, you know, really upbeat to get us going. It is 6 o'clock here, Pacific Time in Las Vegas, Nevada. I've got with me today a good friend who I've known for, I think it's been about two years, Miss Brandy Curvy J. And we know some of you know who she is, if not most of you. The word's been put out. She's done a great job letting everybody know to tune in tonight for her interview. She is a self-acceptance advocate, multimedia personality, author, fashion editor, and highly sought-after speaker. She empowers women to embrace the best versions of themselves and throughout all of her brands. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, she was supposed to be on before, as you all know. I appreciate all of you tuning in now. From here and all around the world, you are here with us, live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5. Welcome to the set is my good friend, Brandy Curvy J. Good evening. Thank you. Good evening. Thank good you for evening. having me. Oh, wow. And you know what? I'm glad it worked out with our schedules. You were yes. supposed to be with us last week, but you were a little bit under the weather, but you're back with us. Here now, officially, live on air with Stephen Cook on Power 98.5. For everyone that's tuning in, I want to thank you for being here with us this evening. If you happen to have to take a coffee break, do something special, something other where you need to walk away, remember, you can download a Power 98.5 iOS and Android app. We are available on Alexa Live. You can listen throughout your home. We are also available on the Power 98.5 satellite radio website power985.com we are also streaming live 24 7 200 countries and counting streamitter.com streamer live radio fm my tuner and the list goes on and on and on this episode will re-air this friday tomorrow 8 a.m and 2 p.m eastern standard time so those that are just tuning in you haven't missed anything yet Brandy J is just starting with us tonight. I'm just getting the introductions done right now. So <laughs> where, where do we begin? I mean, wow, oh, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, let's just dive in wherever you want to begin. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. You're feeling better. Let's yes. get it out of the way. Was it just a simple cold? What was happening? I Honestly, I don't know what it was, Stephen. I was sick for about two to three weeks, um, fully vaccinated, right. and I didn't know what it was. Um, and but I was still, you know, doing my thing. And then just I, it, I just it hit me harder last week, and I was like on Theraflu and doing this, and I was okay. Now I'm getting back to better. So this is the first week I actually feel getting back to Brandy a hundred percent. Um, so I appreciate you, um, being understanding with moving it. I just, I, my voice sounded terrible. I was like, I sound like I'm a man oh. and <laughs> I can't do this. You know, this is my first interview of 2022. Like I can't. So, you know, you gotta be able to have those discussions and honest conversations with yourself yeah. to be like, I can't, 
have, I'm not going to do this to my brand and I'm not going to do this to Steven's brand. So let me just make sure I'm better. And then we can t- turn around and just have a great bomb interview. I'm saying this with love. I'm not worried about it. If you happen to sound like Tyler Perry doing, a <laughs> ma- having a Medea <laughs> moment, we would have been fine. I was telling my assistant, I was like, text me, but I can't. I don't. Oh. I sound like Brandon. No. <laughs> I would have loved to feel like I was talking to Medea. It's all right. We're good. We're good. So we know each other from two years ago when you had Jacqueline do that phenomenal. And I received a lot of compliments. And when I say I received a lot, I did receive a lot from uh, people who read that because she really did capture me. And in the Yahoo Finance promo video, I don't know if you know this or ever watched it, I did mention um, Jacqueline, um, you know, Lux Curves Magazine, Lux Curves Men Edition. And I read the piece that Jacqueline had written uh, within that you know, exclusive up close and personal video that was made two years ago in Washington, D.C. for that Yahoo Finance article. So with that being said, what's been happening since then? And I know you and I talked, you know, maybe about a year ago, if not a little bit less than that, but a lot of changes are coming up, launching a new media company. You still have Lux Curves magazine, the Lux edition. Where do we begin on what's happening now? What's been the growth for you? Wow. It's just been, you know, COVID really just um, really hit me hard, not as far as the publication or anything, but just me um, personally and mentally and emotionally. So for me, I really took this time to see, to take a step back and to be like, okay, why did I start my company? What was my purpose? And I felt like over the last couple of years, I was getting away from that. And you got to really check yourself and be like, okay, this is not why I started it. So with Lux, I did a lot of downsizing. I got rid of a lot of people. Jacqueline's still with me. She's now my director of operations. And we've actually been doing for the last six to eight months, going back to basics and really going back to why I started Lux, which was to empower women and men of color and people to love themselves and tell inspirational stories and really showcase people who normally would not have that limelight showcased on them. And, you know, that is what we've been doing with Lux and um, making some changes. We've made a lot of changes to staff. Um, and, you know, with that being said, it's just really elevating my whole company, which is J Entertainment Media Group, and really being positioning it to be a powerhouse in the industry. So that's what I've been doing these last couple months. I mean, last couple long months. And really just positioning myself to be a better CEO, a better businesswoman, a better partner, a better mother, a better everything. And that's what I've been doing. And I have a lot of up and coming projects coming out um, uh, within this year that I'm really excited about. I'm looking on the website right now. I'm loving the cover photos of Lux Curves. The women are gorgeous. Who's the photographer? Who's taking these photos? Who's, who's so we work this? with we work with a lot of photographers and we don't have one set one. And we, you know, I like to work with different people and have people submit in great content that we publish. And that's what that's how we do it. I do work with some photographers who I've been working with for 10 years, but I really just always put a call out to people who I know, do you have any content? Do you have any photos? Do you have this? Do you have that? And really just trusting them to produce and understand the vision. And a lot of the people who do uh, print work for us, they know the vision. They know me um, because they always tell me you're so passionate about what you do that, you know, we embody how you want to represent us. I'm liking this. Even a Lux man spotlight. Uh, it looks really, really good. I mean, oh, this is what drew me to you, you know, back then when the Yahoo Finance came out and when your article came out is really, I'm loving just everything. And I remember we had a talk 
Um, we'll talk about that in a moment because nothing bad. It's something I, uh, I see here. I wanted to ask you about it, but other than that, what is it like? What do you do when you're scouting for talent for content when it comes to information and, and articles for your website? I like to talk, um, well, when I wanted to feature, feature people, I, I want to see who has a story, who's doing something great, who's having a positive impact in the, on the world and really telling and showcasing their journey on how they got to where they're at right now. Um, we don't do gossip. You really don't, you don't see none of that on my, in the magazine. We don't talk about anything, you know, like that, because to me, everyone else talks about that. And to me, that's not adding substance to what the brand stands for. So when it comes to certain things, you know, we highlight, I like to highlight the great things and talk about their, their realistic of what people really go through. Um, a couple of years ago, I had my own article where I talked about the struggles of raising a daughter who has epilepsy and the battles I had to fight the, with the school board, being a black mother and fighting rights so, so my daughter can have proper education like everybody else. And, you know, and being really open about my story about being a survivor of domestic violence and sexual assault. So that is what we look for is stories that could help and inspire and motivate people to just realize that you're not alone and that, you know, this person went through it and this is where they're at now. You can get through it and be the best version of yourself. I really am super honored to know you. I really am. This is your oh, wow. year. <laughs> you Thank know what you. I, you're welcome. You know what I told you before we came on, uh, how I felt, what's happening with your business, where you're going. You really are in that position at perfect time and timing of being that corporate, that brand, that Brandy J, like that empire. It's necessary that it is understood that you are a real enterprise beginning this year. Yes, yes. And that's why I decided to uh, make the change with how I positioned and restructured the company and really just taking it to that level of where it needs to be. And I'm really, you know, strong on producing my own content and having creative control over things and always in having people around me who I empower them to have that same creative control and that same, um, you know, how, you know, that same drive that I do, you know, just like I said with Jacqueline, you know, she started off with, um, she started off as a contributor and then, you know, now she's, you know, uh, my director of operations for my whole company, not just for Let's but for J Entertainment and really just taking it to that next level. And uh, I really love working with a lot of the young talent we have out there today as far as, you know, my associate editor, Alexa, you know, she's in her 20s. And, you know, you wouldn't know she was in her 20s because how she operates and how they understand the where I'm going with everything and really just making sure that the company has strong women a uh, part of it who can who understand what we're, what we want to do and it, that's really important and that's why I decided to take time off to reevaluate um the company and myself and who I had around me for those that are tuning in I want to thank everyone for being with us this evening my friends over there in Europe and South Asia uh, you know, here in the United States, we've got Brandy Curvy J. She is a self-acceptance advocate, multimedia personality, author, fashion editor, and highly sought-after speaker. She empowers women to embrace the best versions of themselves through all of her brands. And I'm going to highlight by saying I had the luxury to be or to have been interviewed by Jacqueline. Uh, and the date here is I pulled up and it was published on November 23rd, 2020. Okay. Uh, 1,726 people viewed that article that Jacqueline and that Brandy had published about me, uh, when it came to the Lux man spotlight, Stephen Cuoco. And I remember going to, uh, where was it? Uh, new Orleans 
and mm-hmm. I had those photos taken. And all of those photos, normally or traditionally, you'll see me in a suit or you'll see me with something. I went all raw with this. And what I want to thank you and to thank you for your platform is as a public relations veteran, having now been in this industry for 29 years, Brandy, is you would never had seen me take a photo being barefoot, okay? You would never had seen a photo of me wearing like a hoodie or something and being like, or or jeans and being slightly funny, you know? Or, you know, this other photo of me with shorts on and his shirt is slightly wrinkled. This photo shoot for this interview was methodically done. What I did is I wanted to break the stereotypical idea of what it means to be a public relations representative what Mm -hmm. it means to be a legal representative to be able to you know someone you know i i share you know legal advice when it comes to intellectual property copyright law all of that and to be so like comfortably dressed and not worrying about the wrinkles and being barefoot and having shorts on and not being in that typical element that we so often get betrayed that's what i really respect and really appreciate even to this day is because as i'm looking at this now i love the opportunity you and your platform had offered and what you continue to offer people is to allow us to be able to be seen the way we truly Mm -hmm. see ourselves without having to always put on air a show or a mask and even from my own story and I appreciate that and I love the photos of you in the interview and and Jacqueline did a fantastic job capturing what we what Lux stands for and what my whole company stands for and even with me you know I had to step out and live in my truth and you know and I got told no so many times that no one wants to see a curvy black tattooed woman on tv or you know no one wants to know you know hear your story or know okay now curvy black tattooed and you know i you know it was it was something that people did not really want to see and that's not all that comes with brandy um so with the platform that i created um over eight years ago with lux curves it was something that i just wanted people to be able to be comfortable being themselves and being real because even with celebrities you know interviewing celebrities i've had the pleasure of interviewing a lot of celebrities and they've always said it's brandy talking to you is like talking to the home girl and you know and i said that's what it's supposed to be i know who you are i know you're this big celebrity but in reality i don't care because i've always told them it's not about the title you have here it's about how you use that title to do good and how you treat people with that title and i said that is how my father raised me that it doesn't matter if you can be the president the ceo big time celebrity but if you are a messed up person that doesn't mean anything what did you do to make people's lives even better and that is what i built my company on and it's been hard and it's been a struggle because I don't do what everyone else does. I don't take the easy, I don't take the easy route. I don't, you know, do a lot of things that people do to get ahead. I I don't kiss ass. I don't care because at the end of the day, I was raised differently and what morals and values that my father and my mother and my grandmother instilled in me, that means more to me than anything else. And that's why I started the platform. So we can tell people stories so they can be comfortable with who they are and be proud of who you are. What has been the most eye-opening experience you have had during this time of the pandemic? Life is so freaking short. And it really is short. And I learned the one eye-opening experience that was really for me was people who I thought were for me were not for me when I when I started my healing process. Uh, when you are broken and when you are operating and living your life in a way that attracts other broken people and toxic people, you don't realize that because you are one of them. But when you make that decision that I made to say, okay, I got to break this generational curse 
of how things have been in my family with me. And I want to do better and I want to be a better person and I want to be a healed, functioning, healthy person. So with that being said, I decided to do the work. And beginning of the pandemic, I was in intense therapy. I was meeting with my therapist two times a week. It was 24 hour. It was like intense therapy. And once I began my healing process and healed, I realized there's a lot of people around me who no longer need to be around me. And making that decision and setting those boundaries for me, healthy boundaries for me, opened up my eyes during the pandemic. Do you believe because of the shedding and also the personal and professional evolution, Brandy J, do you believe you have the clarity you have always sought after? I feel like I am still in the process of gaining the full clarity. I have some of it. I don't have all of it. Um, but one thing I like, one thing I had to do growing up, you know, you as anyone does, you blame your parents for everything. This is why my life is the way it is, blah, 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 blah. And I, through my healing process, I had to really take a step back and be like, you know, my parents did the best they, they did the best they did with what they knew. And of course they would want to have done things better and, and different, but they didn't know how to do better and different in some aspects. So in that aspect, I had to go to my mom because my father passed seven years ago and say, I appreciate you did the best you could with what you had. And now it's time for me to take what you gave and then so me and make it even better. And she was so shocked and she was like, you really are truly healing. And I said, yes, I am. And another thing, you know, that really helped was, uh, like I expressed to you, you know, three months ago, you know, my ex-husband passed away of COVID and my, my first ex-husband and he was my, he abused me physically, mentally, emotionally, and, um, sexually. And, being having the courage, well, not the courage, but I didn't realize when he passed, I was going to have to bury him and handle the whole arrangement um, because um, my daughter, she's 20, and she just did not have the capacity, the mental and emotional capacity to do everything. So as her mother, I had to come in and take on that weight, knowing what this man did to me um, 18 years ago. And, you know, my brother said, he was like, sis, like this man tried to tear you down and really mess your life up. And you are handling his affairs with grace and being, doing things to ensure his other kids are taking care of things that other people can't, would not do. And I said, when you are healed and you are truly, you truly forgive someone, none of that matters. My only concern was to help my daughter through losing her father. I'm just giving a moment of pause for that because it's powerful. Yeah. It really is powerful um, to hear you share that again. Um, sometimes I go in and, and I may share something to relate to or, you know, to offer something with this. I could, but I'm not even going to, I'm leaving this moment completely for you. And for those that are listening to this and who will in the future, uh, hear this episode to interpret and sort out what that means for them. Through, yeah. your, through your act of grace. And it's something that um, I have to thank my mother and grandmother for instilling in me um, and really just always operating in grace and kindness. And that is what they instilled in me. And, and, and that is what I've never, I haven't always operated that way. You know, I've had my moments. We've all had our moments. But as you get over as you get older and you heal and you see things, you, you, you realize, you know, well, some people do, some people don't, I don't want to be that way anymore. And I want to do this and operate that way. And it was, you know, a very hard 
thing to do. Um, you know, even the point of making the funeral, handling the funeral arrangements, having him cremated, you know, and the mother of his other kids said, we could not have done what you did. And we were not, we, we, they said, we are not woman enough to do what you did. And I said, well, I understand that, but it's not about me. It's about his children. And even though this man was, you may think he was not a great man in a lot of aspects, in some aspects he wasn't, but he was still a human being. And he deserves that dignity and the respect as the father of our children to be handled with care and love. What has that done for you in any way to bring you to where you are now? I don't, honest to God, Stephen, I don't know what it's done for to me because I didn't, I, I just did it for the love of my daughter. And I did what was right as a human being. So for me, it, I didn't, I don't know what I, what I, what I would take away from it because I, I felt like that's what I was supposed to do despite what this man did to me despite the abuse, despite everything. And, you know, I had to rebuild my life as a single mother with our daughter when she was, you know, two to three years old, but it didn't, that didn't matter. It was just doing what was right. So I don't know what it, I don't know what it's done to me if it's changed me because I feel like that was what I was was supposed to do. Do you know what it's done for your daughter? Did she ever talk to you about it? She says, thank you. And my mother has told her, you know, what your mother did, a lot of women would not have done. And my daughter just thanks me for carrying that weight and doing everything I did uh, in that time. I mean, still in that time, he passed away the end of October, I believe in November-ish. He was dead for two weeks and no one knew of COVID until they broke into his house and found him. So, um, and I haven't talked to him, our daughter's 20 since she was 15. So, you know, um, so for me, it was, it was just making sure she was okay. And I felt like she knew her mom was going to do it because she knows mommy takes care and handles everything. So to her, I don't think she's grasped fully what I've done. I'm wondering if sometimes, like you said, we just don't know. But Mm -hmm. I truly believe in my heart within this that it has taught her and most definitely is going to be I don't know if saving grace is the right right term or way of putting it, but it's going to be something, a powerful tool uh, for her future relationships with people, even relationship that she's going to have and grow even more into for the rest of her life with herself. Mm. I don't see. I, don't, I just don't, I don't know. I, Cause I, I didn't, I didn't I was I haven't been able to think about it honestly because I was I've been going 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 um and handling it and making the arrangements and doing all this and I just didn't have time to think about what that meant for her It would mean I mean you know what it would mean for her relationship with future men. relationships yeah, future well, my relationships, daughter, yeah. Yeah, she came out at the age of 13. So she, um, um, to me, and um, which I already knew. Um, I knew since she was five. <laughs> so, um, but I feel like at this point, she really didn't have a great relationship with men, except for my father. Um, but... I think this healed her. I feel like, I hope it probably has healed her in some type of way regarding how she felt towards, you know, her father 
not being there majority of her life in other relationships with um like her uncles and things like that but i just i i hope she takes away that what my mom did is something great and i want to make sure i help and do great in the world for other people and you are and i really really want to thank you for sharing that and for being so open and transparent and the more you travel within your life and through your life experiences brandy j i guarantee you there's going to be more of an ease with your flow Mm. thank you you're welcome i appreciate that I hope so. Hasn't been easy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're it's been still, hard as hell, but... You're standing stronger than that, you know, S- Sylvester Stallone, Rocky statue they had in a movie up there in, you know, Philadelphia. I know. And I actually <laughs> ran those stairs one time and I almost passed the hell out when I got to the top. I said, well, goddamn, this is not what he made it seem like in the movie. Oh, um, but I just, you know, it's, it's been a hard road and, and it's been trying times and there's been times I felt like maybe I should just give up and be and not continue my dreams. And the people who know me know, Brandy, that's not you. You you, I knew from a young age, my grandmother would say, you're destined for greatness. She said, always said that to me. And I didn't know what that was young being, you know, a young girl. But as I got older and I remember having my son who's now 11 and it was three weeks after he was born and I was praying, God, what is my purpose? What is my purpose here? Why am I here? And I remember praying that for weeks after my son was born and then I just woke up one day and I knew what my purpose was, was to empower and help other women who looked like me, who felt like me, who went through what I went through to live the best versions of themselves. And I didn't know what that was at the time. And I I tried different things. And then when I started doing media, um, and really doing that, pursuing that, it was my mother who had to remind me. And she said, Brandy, because at the time I wasn't in front of the camera. Um, I wouldn't go in front of the camera. I would get other people. And she was saying, you went to school for this. I, you know, I put you in a school from seventh grade to high school that had a media program because I saw something in you as a young girl doing your own talk show, making your own movies and doing little skits. And I said, and, I, and she was like, why aren't you in front of the camera? And I said, I don't look like everyone else. And she said, that's why you need to be in front of the camera. And that's when I started putting me out there doing the on-camera interviews and covering events and then evolving into a show and things like that. And I really thank my mom for that because she had to remind me about my purpose and my greatness of what she saw in me at a young age. So what's next? We know, we know about the media. We know that you're evolving more of the Lux Mm -hmm. Curves magazine. Uh, What haven't we talked about that should be talked about? even more when it comes to your goals and ambitions? I would say, you know, I want to do more TV and film work. I want to produce, um, executive produce and write um, shows that in series that really inspire and help women and men. And I want, and I'll be putting on events that's geared towards that. Um, I did a woman in the media event of San Diego um, last year, and it was one of the most empowering, inspiring events I did because we honored women in San Diego who have never been honored in that limelight um, because some people in San Diego felt like they're not, you know, top people, whatever. But when we did it, me and uh, 
I collaborated with another woman in the media, um, Nicole Fancy, and we came together as this women in media in San Diego to do something and pay homage and tribute to a city that, you know, I'm born and raised out here. This is my home. So doing more events like that, um, not only in San Diego, but throughout the, you know, the world and really showing the world, this is who I am. Um, my partner and I, um, she's amazing. She's the love of my life. And I didn't know you could love someone as much as I love her. And, you know, being in my first healthy relationship is, is a beautiful thing. Uh, we have a project coming out together. Um, she's kind of more behind the scenes, but with being with me, she's been, you know, I've been putting her out there as, you know, this is my partner and this is what we do. And we have a project coming out, you know, this year that I'm so excited about. And, you know, she's also a professional football player. And I'm going to be working with the league. She's a part of the WFA on a project, uh, a new show as well. So we have a lot of things coming out this year um, that I'm excited about. And I've been sitting on my book for probably six, seven years now. And I said, this is the year I have to release my book um, and really do it and not be afraid to do it. So what's next for me is really embodying and really living in that fearless mind um, that I was raised and I was what I'm supposed to be doing. So really just dropping a lot of new projects and getting more into TV and film this year. I'm excited. Uh, especially if you end up coming out with some type of docu-series that will be perfect. And I believe you can cover a lot of things, bring it to Netflix. Just so you know, if you're going to pitch a show to anyone, it is best. And unless things change, uh, which I'm going to tell you, they haven't major networks, whether you think of discovery channels that owns operates, everything that you can think of, of every, you know, top channel that's out there or Netflix or Hulu get, a good, uh, you know, um, uh, media company, uh, production company that mm -hmm. has relationships with these networks because they want them to pitch it. They want them to have the storyboard, you know, they want them to have the treatment. They want to have all of that. So whatever you do, Brandy, you know, make sure that whatever production company you're hiring, that they have a resume with these top major networks where and and that's where I, like I feel like, yeah that's where I feel like I'm missing and I when you said docu series we'll talk offline but there is a docu series idea I've been sitting on for probably ten years that I haven't seen it done yet and I'm like okay this is the time to do it, but it's all about doing it correctly and doing it right and having the right backing. So that's something you and I can talk about offline, but, mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, another thing I, I, I want to do is just that I'm going to do. And, you know, it's, it's just really just really time to, for Brandy to just be Brandy and come out of her own even more, um, as this new version of being healed and happy. Um, and really just, living life and that's what I've been doing um you know one thing you know my partner she really has you know as I always say as a Capricorn we're very we like structure and order and we're homebodies in a lot of aspects and with her she is this adventurous and likes to do things and we balance each other because since I'm so structured and she's so adventurous what she likes I make up for and what I like she makes up for so being in the relationship we've been traveling a lot you know we traveled a lot last year and I went to South America for the you know I traveled out of the United States for the first time in my life at the age of you know 41 and we went to Costa Rica and I was like I just love the experience of doing things out of element and I really want people to see this is what living in your truth is and being happy and just really being you feels like and it's great and a lot of people around me don't understand it they don't you know get it and I don't care 
because I'm finally living the life that I have prayed for and wanted to live for so long. And you deserve it. And I deserve it. And that's one thing I, you know, my therapist had to tell me, she's like, you have to say you deserve it, Brandy, because you do deserve it. And it's your season and your time. And I just feel like everything is aligning the way it needs to align um, for me to go to the next level of elevation. And I'm just, I'm ready for it. We have a very, very special friend here today and tonight with us. Brandy Kirby J. She represents brands you want to be associated with. She is dedicated to changing the world through her workshops, multimedia, uh, you know, her friendship, hosting gigs, uh, friendship. Did you see how I highlighted that? She's a yes. real, real friend. And speaking engagements, she is highly sought after event host, media personality, positive body advocate, and more. I hope you really enjoyed this evening, uh, Brandy J. What this I here. did. Thank you. You're my 2022. This is a great way to start it off. And we're going to have you on more often. So please do not be a stranger. Oh, I won't at all. With that being said, where should everyone go to connect with you? Where's the golden spot? Oh, you can actually go to my new page because my other page got hacked. Oh, no. <laughs> Yes. What? So your, your Instagram page got my hacked? My Instagram page, my oh, Brandy God. Kirby J page got hacked and it got hacked two days after I, my ex-husband passed. Oh, so, what? And, and they try to tell me if you, this, the hackers, you have to pay all this money. And my response to them was, F you, you can keep the goddamn page. <laughs> like I'm doing with real life stuff right now. I ain't wow. got time. I will, I will rebuild. And that's what I did. So they can find me on, you know, Brandy J. Curvy. That's my Instagram. And it's Brandy with two E's, J. Curvy with a K. Or you can go to Lux Curves, L-U-X-E, Curves with a K, Instagram. And, you know, contact us there. All of the contact information is um, in our business. And my new page for J Entertainment, it's J-E-N-T. And, uh, you know, then all of our contact information is there. So I'm not hard to find at all um and just make sure you continue to follow us support us and we have great things coming this year thank you to everyone for joining brandy curvy j my dear friend she is a self-acceptance advocate multimedia personality author fashion editor and a highly sought after speaker and a great friend she empowers women to embrace the best versions of themselves through all of her brands and even more, especially with this multimedia company that's coming out and the advanced version of Lux Curves magazine and everything Brandy J. Brandy, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to ask, what were those mofos asking you? How much money did they, they were trying to extort out of you? Like, um, they was like, like chump change, like a thousand dollars. Oh. And I was just like, no, like <laughs> I got, I got other things to do. And if you don't, I said, you don't know, I will rebuild. I'm, I'm what you take away. God will bless tenfold. I will rebuild. And that's what I did. Here's something I would like to find out. All right. So I don't ever, ever sign out of any of my social media accounts. Were you signed out of Instagram and that's how they got into it? Or were you signed in and they still got I, in? I was signed in and they messaged me saying it was so professional. You, I thought it was Instagram contacting me. That's how these hackers get you. So when they contact you, they said, if you don't give us, you know, put in your password to get you know because your page is going to be deleted so i'm thinking like okay it says it has the instagram logo it has instagram everything this is legit it says meta on it like you thinking this is the company and you give your password and then that's how they take over your page damn and wow. you know that's why i was just i i didn't care i, I really did not care you know so for me i was like keep it i'll, I'll rebuild and that's what i did well, I'll tell you this, look out for those text messages um, because I've been getting text message from uh, people 
stating or claiming their AT&T interview your December bill. I'm thinking, bitch, I'm in February. Why am I going to want to view a December exactly. bill? Exactly. I get those too. I'm like, whatever. I just ignore them. And here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing that they don't understand. And I'm putting it out there in the ether. I'm not even the last person that you're going to try to scam over. You want to know why? Because I don't do any online shit. I don't do online banking. I don't do online pay. I still use checks. I still use stamps. I still wow. write on envelopes and mail it out. And I will stay that way. So I don't care what age anybody is. I am proud to be the age I am. Because let me tell you, <laughs> old techniques or what yep. is maybe considered old still works. You want to know why? Is because nothing is entered in the computer of any account, any password, anything, because I still use the mail, I still use stamps, and I still use checks. And and you know what? Old techniques sometimes, well, not sometimes, <laughs> old techniques are the best techniques. They are the only best techniques. <laughs> and that's why I tell people, I said, you know, I'm 42, and I said, our generation, we, we're, you know, we know how to operate in this world. <laughs> and 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 you know it is it was funny i sent this tiktok and it said if your parents were raised in the 90s if your mother was raised in the 90s tupac snoop and dr dre raised her don't mess with her mm. and i sent that to my daughter she's like oh my god this is so true like you you mom you are a different animal i said our generations and before us we are because we were raised with all this technology so we know how to navigate through so much that others don't know how to navigate through and I'm going to say we may or may not have had the best fashion in the 80s unless maybe Sting or Madonna or whatever was pulling something off. But I'm going to tell you this. Anybody who knows Gen X, us 80s kids, we come from the hardest, most rebellious motherfucking yes. generation you Duration can ever, ever come from. So, <laughs> And we know all about these motherfucking con artists, all right? Yep. We come from that. All right, we came from a generation of 60s and 70s people, all right, that were all about scheming and scams because they got the drugs, they got the whole fucking shit and caboodle going on there, you know, what they were doing because they were fighting the government. My parents fought the fucking government and law, all right, even though we do have family members that were in law, cops and stuff, so it's quite amusing, um, especially with family fights. But, yeah, so it's like us <laughs> 80s kids, I mean, come on now. I don't care what jokes they make on TikTok or whatever. Exactly. We like, aren't about that foolishness. We're not. And that's what people don't understand. And I told you, I said, my life was very interesting. I said, yes, my dad was in the military, but he also was a drug dealer. Mm. And had ties to certain mafias I'm not allowed to, you know, I'm not going to say. Mm -hmm. So when I tell people I was raised differently, I was raised differently. Yeah. And I can see the bullshit and the fakeness and who you are just by looking at you and feeling your energy. You know what? I don't give a fuck. You know what? I don't mind. I have secrets. I will always have secrets. So no matter what I share live, I'm going to share something with you. I had, you know, I remember I was in school. I believe I was... Eight, I think seven and a half or eight years old. I know I was um, in foster care at the time. I was taken when I was seven and a half. And I remember back then, I don't know if, if they still do this, Brandy, you may know, but in our generation in the 80s, the cops would come to school and they would have a talk with the kids about drugs and about strangers and stuff. I remember, I think it was about three or four cops that came to school. I was uh, still attending school in Phillipsburg. And mm -hmm. they rolled out all of this stuff, um, you know, uh, you know, pipes and stuff you'd use to shoot up heroin. Like literally they rolled all this stuff out in front of us. No, they like, don't do that anymore. Okay. So I remember um, I was standing there next to this cop who 
big, tall, teddy bear-looking cop. Keep in mind, I was a short kid, so God only knows how tall he was. But back then, you know, I was little. And I and he was talking to me, and I was pointing to everything of what it was used for, like the bong and the pipe and, the you know, the heroin stuff. And I he asked me, and I said, yeah, you take the lighter and you light up underneath the spoon, and then you take the needle. And, you, and mm-hmm. he talked to the teacher real, like this, his face, like he dropped, like got white in his face, like changed and he talked to my teacher and i remember i could hear she goes she explained to him the background i came from so when i say that my biological family were hardcore addicts and gamblers they were my family had when i was a kid i saw what an eight ball fucking looked like and what an eight ball of cocaine really meant Mm. i they Mm -hmm. brought in bricks I'm talking mm-hmm. about real fucking bricks that you build a house with size of marijuana into the house. I'm talking like real distribution shit. The cops all knew my family. Like it was insane because we had family that were the military and law enforcement. And then we had my my mom and, and my like immediate family that were drug dealers. Had regular jobs, even, you know... It, regular you know doing things out there in the world like i said even in the military and then when they came home probably like you they had their eight balls their bricks Mm -hmm. of fucking marijuana whatever else heroin and it was fucking insane growing up then but i'll tell you this i am who i am today and i guarantee this is why i feel so connected with you because i believe you can relate when when you grow up in that type of life and lifestyle, you literally, for myself, I did not know when I was going to eat. There were times I used to wet my finger and eat sugar out of the bowl, and that was my dinner. And you and I never knew if I was going to make it to the next day because and the then, violence that was associated yeah, and, with that. And one thing, like my my dad, he did it. He he like he was like two different people. So we didn't know. Well, I didn't know what he was doing until I got a little bit older because we had everything. Like, but I didn't realize, like, you know, you know, yeah, us having the only being the only kids on the block with computers and Nintendo, to me, that was like normal. But, you know, I tell people I said, you know, until my mom left him because she just couldn't take it anymore, I said, we she left with nothing. You know, so it was me and my mom and my sister living in a hotel for like almost a couple months until my mom can find us a place to live. And I remember being a teenager, 13, 14, going into the store and stealing so my my uh, sister can have deodorant and we could have products to, you know, brush our teeth and, you know, because my mama couldn't afford certain things because she... I said, the person I am now, I saw a lot, I've been through a lot, and I know how to navigate through things. Um, and, you know, there's some things I'm still learning to navigate through, but you don't, you know, I've seen a lot. And, you know, yeah, so I was that girl going to the prison, seeing my dad, having, you know, the going, you know, it's to me, it was just a part of life, but it doesn't negate from who he was. He was still in my, my dad. He's still my dad. He was, you know, I love him to death. I would do anything to hear his voice again, you know? So I tell people, that was my life and I don't take it back because it's part of my journey. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you very much, Brandy J for being with us here today. Thank you for everyone for tuning in. Once again, this show will re air tomorrow at 8 AM and 2 PM Eastern time. Uh, it will be also available on Spotify and all other podcast channels. If you don't want to wait and want to catch up on Brandy J's and I's conversation, Brandy, thank you for being with us today live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. And I'm truly looking forward to having you back on again. Yes, I love, I would love to come back on. Thank you, everyone. Brandy, hold the line. I hope you all have a safe and beautiful year and happy new year to everyone. Summer is coming soon. I am glad I am here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are like up near the 70s. It is perfect. So I hope it's perfect where you are. Don't get jealous. You can take a trip. Come on out and visit us here in Las Vegas, Nevada. From here and all around the world, I'm Stephen Cuoco. Have a great evening.
Find us on your socials and let's connect.